Welcome to Nerdly on RiotRadio.ca. I'm your host, Bobby Morrison, and this is the show where we talk about nerdy things. On today's show, new comics and manga, new Funko, new Transformers news, new board and card games, new new apparel, video game news, and TV show news. Now for the comics, these are the comics that are coming out um, today, Wednesday. So... Uh, for DC Comics, I got Batman number 92, The Flash number 755, Nightwing number 71, Justice League number 46, Harley Quinn number 73, Justice League Odyssey number 21, The Batman's Grave number 7, Lois Lane number 11, Legion of Superheroes number 6, The Joker 80th Anniversary 100 Page Super Spectacular number 1, Batman's Secret Files number 3, Superman Giant number 3, DC Classics, The Batman Adventures, number one. For Image Comics, I have Undiscovered Country, number six. Decorum, number two. Ice Cream Man, number 19. Die, 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 number 10. Dead Eyes, number five. Adventure Man, number one. Philadelphia, number six. Bitter Root, number eight. Excellence, number seven. And Santana, number 10. For Dark Horse Comics, I have North Mythology, number one. Starship Down, number three. Alien, the original screenplay, number two. Predator, Hunters, three, number four. Blackwood, The Morning After, number four. Predator, the original screenplay, number one. Now, I think they're doing something this year for both of those movies because um, they're releasing little, like, um, mega construct action packs with one of them having um, uh, Exenomorphs in them with the facehuggers and the eggs and another being Predator from the original movie. So, um, I think maybe there's, like, an anniversary or something this year. I don't know. Then ElfQuest, Stargazer's Hunt, number four. Now, for IDW Publishing, I have Kill Lock, number five, Mountainhead, number four, Wellington, number four, The Barbara Kai, The Karate Kid Saga Continues, number four, Judge Dredd, False Witness, number four, Disney Comics and Stories, number two. For Marvel Comics, I have Daredevil, number 20, New Mutants, number 10, Excalibur, number 10, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, number 17, Deadpool number 5 and Black Cat number 11. For Dynamite, I have Vampirella and Red Sanja number 8. James Bond number 5. Deja Thoris number 5. The Death Defying Devil number 5. And Kiss and Zombies number 5. For Action Live Comics, I have Sweetheart number 4. Villains Seeking Heroes number 1. And Mr. Beaver number 4. For Aftershock Comics, I have Join the Future number 2. Undone by the Blood or the Shadow of Wanted Man number 3. And Artemis and Assassin number 2. Boom Studios, I have Something is Killing the Children, number 7, Go-Go Power Rangers, number 32, and Faithless 2, number 1. And then for Archie Comics, I have World of Archie Jumbo Comics Digest, number 98, and Archie Milestones Jumbo Comics Digest, number 8. For Artists, Writers, and Artisans, Inc., I have Archangel, um... 8, number 2, and Old Haunts, number 1. For Mythos Comics, I have Vamp, number 3, and Deep Blue, number 1. For Oni Press, I have Rick and Morty, Go to H-E, Double Hockey Stick, number 1, and Dryad, number 2. For Red 5, I have Zero Day Threat, number 1, and number 3, but not number 2 for some reason. Uh, for Scout Comics, I have It Eat. It Eats What It Feeds It, number one, and Yasmin, number one. For Ablaze, I have The Simmering Red Nails, number one. For Albatross Funny Books, I have Grumble, Memphis, and the Beyond the Infinite, number two. For American Mythology, I have Casper Spotlight, The Ghostly Trio, number one. For Antarctic Press, I have Black Hops USA GI Hair Trigger, number one. For Archaea, I have Jim Henson's Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance, number eight. For Behemoth Comics, I have or Behemoth, oops, Os- Osiris Path, number two, 
Uh, for Burger Books, I have Everything number two. For Black Box Comics, I have Project Icarus number three. For Cave Picture Publishing, I have Shapes number five. For Devil's Due Publishing, I have Arc World number one. For Full Moon Features, I have Charlie Baden's Deadly Ten Presence, The Grim Reaper number one. For Mad Cave Studios, I have Hellfighter Quinn number two. For Mad Love Publishing, I have Battle Cats, Tales of. Valderia number three. For other, I have Artemis number two. Yes, you heard me right. Other, I have no clue what other is, but other has um, Artemis number two. Then for Rebellion, I have Roy of the Rovers Summer Special number twenty twenty. For Skybound, I have Stealth number two. For tomorrow, tomorrow's I have Back Issue number one twenty one. For Uncivilized Books, I have Ginseng Roots number four. For Vault Comics, I have No One's Rose number two. For Wonder Comics, I have Amethyst number three. And for Zenscope, I have Monster Plant number five. Then for Manga, I have R E Faruita from Commonplace to World's Strongest Zero Volume three. Boarding School Juliet number 12, Kobias 20th Anniversary Edition 1, Eden 08, Fairy Tale Manga Box Set 3, How Do We Relationship Volume 1, Call Me Can't Communicate Volume 7, Kuma 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 Bear Volume 1, Pokemon Adventures Collectors Edition Volume 2, Reincarnated as a Sword Volume 3, Sleepy Princess in the Demon Castle Volume 12, Syrup, a Yuri Anthology Volume 1, the Legend of Dororo and Hiyokamero, Volume 1. Tokyo Day by Day. Um, Wotakoi, Love is Hard for Otaku, Number 4. Now for Funko. So finally, so I have some Funko, prod- Funko news to go through before listing up the new products. But there's finally new products I can talk about. So that's cool. So after a few weeks of back and forth with Funko, I finally found an article from Bleeding Cool that explains what is the issue right now at Funko. Since the beginning, so this is mostly from the article and stuff. Uh, Bleeding Cool is actually a pretty cool website. They have cool things, which is why they're called Bleeding Cool. So, uh, so yeah, so this is what it says. So since the pandemic began, Funko employees have worked from home. Uh, but that is, so this, sorry, this is me writing too. My bad. Uh, but as we know, for some jobs, including working at Funko, working from home forever isn't something they can do. As of this taping, apparently Funko will have more layoffs affecting more than 250 jobs. With those jobs including layoffs of the Funkast crew, Funko's podcast, Funkast is upon many many ways Funko fanatics like me and others listen in on new things coming out and along with their Twitter and Instagram is one of their biggest online social media presences. Apparently they will also be letting go some of their most prominent and valuable members including longtime members. Apparently this will save Funko one million dollars and top management is taking a 20% pay cut. Most of the layoffs will happen at the end of June and hopefully they will stop in September. The layoffs have occurred in a way that is almost a killer for this company. They started first with the major, as I learned from Bleeding Cool, uh, they started with the major marketing team members. This was probably one of the worst sections, in my opinion, to be let go first because their website, catalog app, and social media presence has already been hit hard. As I have learned from my one semester in journalism in Teresa Goff's class, your presence on social media matters monumentally. Even if you're not going to be releasing products or whatever. Just letting people know, hey, this is what's happening, helps you so much. 
Funko is also going to be limiting to stopping shipments till the end of the year. I'm honestly shocked at letting your marketing team go first. Keeping a, let's say, Twitter page up to date is helpful even if you aren't bringing out products, like I said. Due to these layoffs, it explains why I tried to email them a few times and I never heard anything back. When I did, however, today, I got this email. I won't read it out in full, but it supports Bleeding Cool's findings. This is from a customer service employee named Mark. Uh, this is referring to my initial query. He said, great question. We've recently experienced some pretty significant reduced operations, which has impacted us all across the board. That being said, our folks responsible for updating our catalog and blog are doing the, their best to keep the same output going forward. But in some cases, this might take a little longer to update in the meantime. I can agree to this because the app and catalog were just updated today and the products are from a few days to a few months ago. Hopefully Funko will be better around Christmas because Christmas is always big for toy companies. But, you know, just letting your marketing team go first is is a big uh-oh because, you know, it, it helps because even though when EB Games wasn't open... They still had marketing up and running to the full extent so that they could let people know this is what's happening. This is when we might be opening again. You can still buy stuff online, yada, yada, yada. But for, like, a company itself like Funko or, let's say, Transformers or whatever, to just fire your marketing team and then try to skate by without it is a big rut row because you need your marketing team to help you market stuff. So, yeah. But now, here are the new Funko products that have, that have come out or are coming out because they're older. Pop, Marvel Comics, I put memes here because it's a meme. Spider-Man vs. Spider-Man 2-pack. Uh, so, this is the meme where Spider-Man's pointing at Spider-Man. Yes, they made a meme pop figure, and it's honestly funny. This one's going to Entertainment Earth or Online. Pop, Keychains, Disney, Wally, Metallic. This one's going to Box Launcher Online. Pop, Marvel Zombies, Silver Surfer. Didn't know he could become a zombie, but okay. Uh, that one's going to Hot Topic. Marvel Mar Pop Marvel, Black Widow, Black Widow Armor Suit with Grapple, Marvel Collector Corp slash Online, Black Widow T-Shirt, Marvel Collector Corp slash Online, and Alexi with Action Figure, that one's going to Marvel Collector Corp or Online. Then Funko Pokemon, An Afternoon with Eevee and Friends, this one's with Glaceon. Then Pop Marvel Avengers Assemble, the 360 shot. This uh, There's two more additions. There's now Thor and Hawkeye, which is pretty cool. Then Pop Dungeons and Dragons, and I'm so sorry for my horrible pronunciation of these characters. Drizzt, Du, Erden, and Guhenhuavar. It's a two-pack that was going to GameStop or New Games. Funko Soda, The Joker, Heath Ledger, uh, version purple suit and card and the joker still Heath Ledger uh chase green suits TMNT action smile Leonardo and TMNT uh chase smile glow in the dark Leonardo then kiss uh like the rock band the demon and then kiss the demon chase glow in the dark and all of these images will be up on my twitter E3 canceled pop figures that are still coming out, but E3 is canceled. Uh, so, Pop, Diablo, Tyrell, Metallic, GameStop, or Ruby Games. Pop, Fortnite, Skull Trooper, GameStop, Ruby Games. Pop, Skyrim, She Ogarath, GameStop, Ruby Games. Pop, Borderlands 3, Handsome Jack, Metallic, slash Gold, GameStop, Ruby Games. And Pop, The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. It's a Leeshin. It's a 6-inch, and that one's quite possibly going to EV Games, but you can get it at GameStop, too. 
Now, for new Transformers news, Transformers War, War for Cybertron Earthrise Scorponok. Okay, so this one looks like a combiner, which is odd considering Scorponok is usually not a combiner. But I think it would be a massive one, considering the box art hold, shows him holding Optimus Prime, the leader class one. So, yeah. Now, Transformers Masterclass... Um, even though that's just box art, by the way, I still think he's probably going to be pretty big if they're suggesting, yeah, he can hold up. So, yeah. Transformers Masterclass Ratchet, uh, Transformers 2007. This one looks like the Ratchet from the Studio Series, and by that, he looks like one of those rip-off Transformers you get from the dollar store. Uh, Ratchet did not turn out too well, and I never got him because of that. Now, finally, for the new Transformers Netflix series, may quite possibly be put on Netflix Canada when it's released, considering I found almost a whole toilet at Walmart over the weekend. My review of these figures, they are trash. Period. Megatron is the only good one, so these figures are legit just reprints of the War for Cybertron Seas figures, but are made of a darker color than their original counterpart to make it look like they have been through battle. They also have weird burn stickers on them to show as, like I said, if they've been shot or they've been through battle, but they just look worse than what they were going for. And it sucks because I've been able, because I've ha I have a few figures where I've custom them, if you want to say, where I've made them actually look like if they've been burned or if they've been through battle or whatever. And it's just one of those things where it's like, when you put the sticker on, it makes it look worse than what you were intentionally going for. Because it just looks off. And, you know, it was disappointing that they decided to take this route. Instead of explaining, uh, expanding the Earthrise set or creating Cybertron G modes for the Transformers in the series and for their figures. We're talking about the War for Cybertron, where Earth is still a molten planet and human history hasn't even begun yet. But Optimus Prime still looks like his 80s truck mode, and Megatron looks like a modern-day tank, Bumblebee looks like a beetle along with Cliffjumper, and the Jets are Cybertronian Jets. It makes no sense. Chromia and Starscream look more Cybertronian than the rest of them. It's It felt like... It feels like the route they took with Transformers Cyberverse, that show that I recommended. I like it, but the creativity is gone because the, the characters don't change their vehicle modes from Cybertron to Earth, and they never explain why. Like, even Bumblebee will open his door and he'll put stuff in him, like, like put the AllSpark in his cab, and I'm like, okay, in G1, Wheeljack did that, but that's because he was, a like, a medical bot, and he could put Bumblebee in, uh, in the back of him, so, um, he could get fixed up, like, that was the point of him, but for Bumblebee to have, like, a steering wheel, and seats and radio when the Transformers have never met humans before is one of those creativity decisions that feels like they didn't really care to explain why. They just went for it, and it kind of sucks. So, yeah, I'm I'm still looking forward to the show, but it's just so weird seeing um, uh, Vietnam Jeeps, um, 80s um, trucks, and modern-day tanks fighting on Cybertron when this is supposed to take place like millions of years before everything. So, yeah. Great. Good job, guys. Now, for new card and board games, Amazon board games, The Shining board, the board game, a, um, a, a suspenseful journey of cooperation, deception, and terror based on the iconic horror film The Shining. 
contains imagery and components based on the movie, including a Room 237 keychain. This game is for ages 17 up and is for 3 to 5 players. The Upside Down Challenge game, you wear special goggles that make your vision flip upside down. So basically, you have to decode words and images and describe them to your family while your vision is upside down for eight uh, ages 8 and up and for 2 to 6 players. Now, Amazon Card Games, Uno BTS Edition. It's the same Uno you know and love, but with BTS members on the cards for ages 7 and up. Now, this one was super weird. It's called The Killer Trivia Game, a game for morbidly amused death, murder, and mayhem have never been so much fun. I kept looking at this one, so it's like the Trivial Pursuit horror game, but for people who really love true crime, it's recommended that it be played by 13 years and up, but because I have common sense, I'd say 17 and up, unless this game is satire, unless it's just a joke and it's not what it describes itself as. And I'm not sure how many players. It's a very weird, weird game. And that's all I have to say on that one. Now, for Walmart Carter board games, because I actually found some this time. Um, so the first one is called Likes, the game where you swipe right. It has a parental advisory on it. So, you know, that means this game is for, I'd say, 17 and over. But it says 16 and over, which is weird. It's for three or more players. Basically, you try to create the funniest... Um, outrageous dating profile by pairing one of the profile description uh, cards in your hand to the featured profile picture. So it's kind of like joking hazard, but you swipe right. Cool. The game of things. Pick a topic, write a response, guess who said it. This is for 14 um, and four more players. Excuse me. The blockbuster board game. You bring home the entertainment again. It's a party game where one of the most well, one part is a movie buzzer battle. I'm assuming trivia, and part two is triple trace jeopardy. Okay then, twelve and up and four plus players. And its tagline is a movie game for anyone who has ever seen a movie. Now, for new apparel, there isn't much here, but at Walmart they have the office plushies and the office minifigures, which are like blind bags. So I thought it that was pretty neat. You can get a rare Golden Dwight, which is also pretty cool. There's not much here. And then for video game news, I have Destiny 2 Beyond the Light Stranger Edition. So this is a bundle you can buy from EB Games. Bundle includes a 10-inch Stranger statue and Beyond the Light Digital Deluxe Edition. Now for TV show news, Rick and Morty Season 4 finale is here, and honestly, other than being really Star Wars-y, which was the joke, the finale was pretty good, but there's still a whole lot we don't know for Season 5, and I was kind of disappointed in the way things rolled out. They brought back Phoenix... Sorry, so this is spoilers, by the way. They brought back Phoenix Person and Tammy for a showdown, and now there's two Beths. Ooh. One is an exact copy of Rip with all her limb enhancements and just her mindset and the other is the best we know other than that i kind of watched i kind of wanted a longer finale like it just wrapped itself up in a few easy minutes and i was like oh okay that's it then heck the season two to season two finale to the episode one of season three kind of felt like a two-parter because they fit together perfectly but for all this to be wrapped up like evenly one episode is really odd it, it kind of feels like like how um most tv shows kind of just ended uh when 
all the lockdowns began because they couldn't film any more episodes. But for Rick and Morty, they had months to work on a last part. And this one just kind of feels like they were like, yeah, it's Rick and Morty. You know, this is the kind of thing we get. And I'm like, but it's not, though, because you can expand more. You can explain more because you've done that before, which is helpful. So it's just and, you know, they didn't really do a good season four because they did a lot of jokes that people were like yeah that's not funny so you know yeah it kind of it was okay but it kind of sucked i just really wanted to see evil murder again that's all i'm asking for well that is the show for this week thanks for tuning in remember you can follow us on social media at dcsi riot radio and you can follow me on twitter at jedi bob 29 and instagram at jedi bob 29 see you guys later bye